0: Welcome to the Pack Mentality Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Banwart. This is the podcast where you're going to learn how to take control of your health and wellness through fitness, nutrition, and mindset. Today, I have a very special guest with me. His name is Gabe, and he was actually uh, the first person to ever sponsor me for CrossFit. He took a risk on little 22-year-old <laughs> Matt Banwart, and he owns Wadgear. He started Wadgear, which was a huge uh, CrossFit Apparel company back in the day. Back in what, twenty eleven? When did you? Yeah, start it? yeah. It was like, uh, yeah, uh, we launched in December two two thousand and eleven at the OC Throwdown. OC Throwdown. <laughs> I remember that. That that was when. Uh, that was one of my first competitions where I actually did really well. I think I finished tenth.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, man. that's crazy. It's so crazy. Do to we think do about we meet it. there? Do we I, talk there? I I don't know if we actually talked there because okay. we were really new to the space. Okay, and. Because I was CrossFitting, right? And uh, I started CrossFitting, I believe, in December, in actually 2010, maybe. Okay. Or 2011. No, maybe. I think the beginning of 2011. Right there. Yeah. Back when it was starting to get real big. Just when it was really becoming something,
0: you know. That's fantastic. (laughs) Tell us more about that. Tell us about, like, what got you into CrossFit in the first place. Kind of tell us your origin story. Yeah. No,
1: I was was given a, a gift certificate to... Uh, for CrossFit Pasadena, which was around during that time. And I went and tried it out. And actually, you know, what most people do, they fell in love with, I fell in love with it. And then after just being a part of the community, you know, really loving the workouts, but loving the community, right? Mm -hmm. During that time, I mean, community was everything. And um, it was just awesome. And I was getting in the best shape of my life. And I think about six months in, I read an article Uh, in Forbes.com that said CrossFit was the action sports industry to be a part of. Mm. So I always had a bit of an entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, I've been in e-commerce logistics for a long time. Oh, very cool. I've always known logistics and like direct-to-consumer distribution and deliveries and warehousing and all that stuff. But I read that, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And so I did some research, and there were really, during that time, only a couple t-shirt brands based in Orange County that really within the community. And I thought, okay, I'm going to do something. I'm going to be the Lululemon of CrossFit.
0: That's awesome. I love yeah. how you said that. And yeah. I, I like how you brought that up because you're right. Because at that time, I don't distinctly remember anyone that was really a direct competitor to you. What Was there at the time? No,
1: there wasn't really because our, our focus was, Hey, let's make, you know, cause all the women were in Lulu, right? Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know, let's make women's leggings and shorts and, bring in men's shorts and other than just being t-shirts. So I think we were really the first brand to kind of do cut and sew based in Los Angeles and making a really good product for women.
0: Yeah, you're you're actually right because I do remember T-shirt companies, yeah, and that was it. I mean, it was just a T-shirt with like something, yeah, funny and witty yeah, on it, yeah, and some CrossFit yeah. slang, like <laughs> exactly. "Look at my snatch" or something. Exactly, and then, but yeah, that you're that's actually right, and I totally forgot about that. That you did bring in actual performance wear, yeah. directed towards specifically CrossFitters. Yeah. And I remember my favorite pair of shorts that I ever had was the Wadgear shorts because yeah. there was like it was a perfect combination. Yeah. it was like it was kind of like a fight short. Yeah, but it was very comfortable and easy to to squat in yeah. and, and but it was thick too so that yeah. way if you did cleans you, yeah. i wasn't like scraping my leg hair off when Matt, I was doing
1: Matt, things. Man, there's still dudes today wearing
0: those shorts. Dude, and, those shorts were awesome. And they look brand I new still. I can't believe I lost them. <laughs> <laughs> well, we,
1: we, you'll have to pick up our new stuff coming Dude, out. I can't wait.
0: That's awesome. Uh, can you give us a little bit more, a bit of background on WOD gear and how it came and like what your initial vision was back then? For yeah, the brand?
1: no, totally. I think, like I shared, you know, I fell in love with CrossFit and... Uh, having an entrepreneurial spirit, did uh, read that article and it really moved me. The Forbes article, or, Forbes article, and thought, you know, I think I could do something. And I had no apparel background, and um, you know, and seeing and I, but I like I was a shopper at Lululemon too, right, for my own stuff. Like I'd wear Lulu working out at uh, at the box and doing the CrossFit workouts, and I thought, you know, there's something here and there's opportunity. No one's really making a woman's brand i mean we really were about focusing on women first and then we brought the men's stuff in later but nobody was doing it so i i just thought there was an opportunity i brought in a partner a younger guy who was just so creative and had a great uh just creative edge of uh, design and i thought okay i'll handle the business side you handle the, the design side and we we actually um the initial stage was just like, like I said, you know, we're going to be the Lululemon of CrossFit. We didn't even know what that meant. You know what I mean? It was just like, <laughs> let's go for it. Let's jump in and and see what happens. And uh, and we we just launched with four t-shirts actually at the OC Throwdown back in two, December of 2011. I, and I, I remember that day because what was really significant was we were the only one with a branded um, canopy. So we had a black canopy with the white Wadgear gear logo mm-hmm. which was very distinctive yes and in all the pictures that yeah every you would just see this black mm-hmm. canopy with this cool white logo so it really stood out for us
0: that's awesome so yeah you were definitely a pioneer at that time now everyone even their own gyms have branded yeah uh, canopies at the at the, at the local competition yeah so yeah that's awesome very cool <laughs> um can you share some notable moments or achievements that Wadgear experienced in those early years?
1: Yeah, I think I think uh, one was uh, coming in with uh, cut and sew, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, making women's leggings and women's booty shorts, and uh, like we were really known for our leggings and our shorts, you know, the women's stuff to to start because the quality. We use high end fabric, mm-hmm. and it was really either as good as or better than Lululemon, because yeah. I, I get the same fabric from the same, like the the people I get my fabric from, even where what we're remaking today is the same fabric house that Lulu gets a lot of their stuff from or Very cool. partners with. I mean, really good to know. You know, they're moving millions of units, right? <laughs> so, um, and they, they have a factory over in Asia where everything's under one roof and they just, you know, churn that stuff out. So I'm still limited because of the size, but... But the quality and the essence of the fabric, like there's women. I'm telling you today, I still see them wearing our booty shorts and our leggings, and they look brand new. Wow! And it's like we make one thing. We did was make a really good product, and everything made in downtown LA. So I think that was one thing. And I think as we, and then bringing a men's short, like you shared, I think that was another really pivotal, pivotal moment for us um, in making a good product. I think for me, it's always been no, we're gonna make clean uh high quality performance wear, yeah. right, so whether it's women's or moving in into the men's wear it, it was always key just to make to be of excellence
0: yes I love that so
1: want to bring that back again and um but I think also what was really cool is we moved into creating which we were chatting about earlier the mm-hmm. team the wad gear team series mm-hmm. i i I think, and i'm not sure because it was some time ago we were. I don't know if we were the first brand to create like a team series. And I think you and, were.
0: I can't recall. Yeah, another right? brand that actually put on an actual competition. Yeah,
1: and so just and and that was a that was huge. And that and we did a really good event, and you know because we gathered a couple really uh, well, not I mean just solid folks and and uh, CrossFit gym owners like Mike Tramello, Paul mm-hmm. Ostad to come in and help yeah, and really guys. do the programming and and help create that event, and so. Yeah, man, those were those were some awesome moments.
0: Yeah, those were definitely the glory days, and it's funny you never know when you're living in those glory days. Because I remember looking back, and I did the first team series, and I remember why. Well, At I think, Occidental, wow. right? Yeah, Occidental yeah. College. Yeah. Remember the big walls. With and the, we, there was a swim. Yeah, and I had to learn yeah. how to swim <laughs> for that <laughs> event specifically. Um, <laughs> luckily, I didn't drown. Like I'm still here today, but uh, that was awesome because yeah. it was I, it was also one of the first local events that was actually had swimming yeah yeah which was really cool and then after that we i think that was, was the one a triath- at
1: Cal- i think that was the one at caltech actually I think, okay yeah. it was at caltech yeah, okay yeah.
0: and then you had to swim bike and then run yeah, and i yeah. like this is so cool because this is something that is very games like but yeah. not like it wasn't over programmed to the point where yeah. like you know your average competitor could could easily finish underneath right, the time cap and right. that's what made it really special because we we kind of felt like we were at the games yeah. without being at the games and it was this huge community event yeah where all the local gyms came out like all yeah. my all my friends were there it was a huge event it was it was it was definitely the best team events yeah. that i've ever done outside of regionals that's for sure
1: no it, i mean it was so well done you know from the point of execution and really it was all the the folks we had that were involved and like Mike and Paul, they were, they were really the architects of the movements and putting all that mm-hmm. together, and then um, reaching out. and I think people were hungry for something, uh, for a good uh, competition, right? So yeah. I think at it, it, that stage too, it was something new. It was a team event. Not a lot of. I don't think anybody was doing a team event, so mm-hmm. that was new. And um, you know, the first one we did, it was executed so well, and. Uh, I think that started building the name the second one and then we did it at the Rose Bowl and yeah, it, man the Rose it was Bowl. crazy man.
0: Just just keep on just keep on <laughs> just pile it on. <laughs> That's awesome. The yeah. Rose
1: Bowl was amazing.
0: Yeah, and and one thing I don't think people <clears throat> realize especially if you're listening you've never done a CrossFit comp before there's a lot of logistics that go yeah. into this and it's very hard to run a a very excellent event yeah because nine times out of ten any other local competition i've been to like they fall 40 minutes behind yeah the standards change yeah the equipment is like no offense but trash (laughs) yeah yeah and then i remember wide gear was like man we have like we have colored plates we have these nice barbells like they had you know equipment sponsors we're literally using brand new equipment on the field which was crazy yeah and guess what and then the coolest thing was you guys actually ran it on time yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah you weren't you weren't laying around and waiting yeah and, that was um and i think you know tramella was really big on that i mean he like oh, i yeah. said he was the architect and it was really like no we're going to be on time and
0: Love you that. know he's
1: like a staff sergeant man <laughs> he, he made sure everything was in line and, yeah it, and and moving the way it was supposed to be moving
0: yeah he does such a great job at um when he did shakedown as well yeah, which was yeah. the other only team comp that yeah. i enjoyed and then when he you brought him in for Wadgear gear, I'm like, this is going to be good because yeah. he knows what he's doing. Yeah.
1: No, it was. Those were, I mean, those were uh, some of the best times, man. I think that even helped just kind of build Wadgear, gear, right, as a brand and, and, a, and a, an event holder that people respected and wanted to be a part of. And we had some, like I remember at the Rose Bowl, man, and even when we did a, an event at uh, Caltech with the swimming, we had some high level athletes there like mm-hmm. games athletes came and, oh, yeah. and participated in our event and and it was awesome it was just such a great time
0: yeah it, times were so much different back then because you're absolutely right like i do remember seeing big games athletes coming yeah. in that was like their kind of like ramp up for getting yeah. ready for the next season and it, it's always cool to just that's what made it cool back then too is yeah. because like you're the people who you watch yeah you can also compete with yeah. at a local level, and they're really cool. You can share the world yeah, up you're, area you're with them. Yeah, you're rubbing elbows with them, exactly. Right? And that's something that's kind of gotten separated, yeah. I think, in the last ten years.
1: Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I haven't um, followed a lot of the events that are here in SoCal so anymore. But uh, try you know, I'm definitely going to get back into it. And as we chatted, maybe you know, doing another event, maybe something in the future here. So we'll see.
0: Dude, that would be fantastic. <laughs> That'd be really cool. But that's for that's for a whole nother podcast for sure. <laughs> we'll have to have you back on. Um all right, let's kind of move back into the company of Wadgear. Yeah. So you did decide to exit Wadgear at some point. Yeah. And so could you talk about the factors that kind of led to that decision for like the hiatus?
1: Yeah, I think I think, you know, uh CrossFit I was shifting a little bit, you know. There was some uncertainty, I think, just in the community as a whole. And then, you know, I was kind of uh, alone at that time, running Wadgear Gear, and mm. you know, I wasn't, I wasn't sure what I was doing, to be honest. And, okay, and I just, and I, I didn't have the, um, I didn't have the, the team or the people around me to really help build it out and to move it into the direction it should have been in. I think during that time of wadgear like i shared with you i missed so many great opportunities to really mm-hmm. maximize the brand and you know some influencers that we had wearing our stuff like i shared right. we were in shape magazine we are in men's health and fitness like yeah that's so cool like we were we we really elevated the brand and known as a quality brand and a lot of cool people not that cool what that's not the <laughs> word but you know athletes and people were wearing our stuff but we didn't Myself we just didn't know what we were doing, you know, we didn't know how to maximize it. And and I felt like, man, I'm not sure I know I'm not sure I I have what it takes to take this to the next level. So I think there were just I think there were insecurities that I had and for sure, you know, and uncertainties and didn't believe in myself and Mm. so I think a lot of that played a part in it too. And I just I didn't know the direction to go in.
0: Okay. Well, let's say that you, like, knowing what you know now, if you could go back and do it all over again, what would be, like, your top three things that you would do?
1: Yeah, I would definitely bring uh, some more strategy, people who have good strategy ideas and social media capabilities, right? Especially now, social media is so different. Oh, yeah.
0: You're right, because back then, like, we didn't really know how to leverage it yet.
1: (laughs) No, exactly. So... I think now I, I definitely, um, and digital marketing is huge. So, mm. I mean, th- there's just applications that if you own an e-commerce company, cause like my background is e-commerce logistics, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm dealing with big brands that are moving hundreds of thousands of product every month, right? right to that people are buying online. But Matt, they're paying like a million dollars a month in advertising to make a emoy- million, to make, you know what I, I mean? It's it. like, I don't have that kind of money. Yeah. But I think there's, I, I think for Wadgear gear now, what I have to really do is, you know, it, it's kind of go back to um, the early days of, you no, know, I got to become a part of the community mm-hmm. and just go and be a part of, hey, can we come and do a pop-up at your box and just mm-hmm. be there and rub el- elbows with box owners and the people that are in the gym. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the key. So I need to get some people on board who want to go and just throughout you know, really start in SoCal, but hopefully expand in other areas that want to go and just do pop-up shops mm-hmm. and represent, you know, the brand and just be with the people. So that's the first thing. And then digital marketing is key. Get someone who really understands that and can help with that. And someone who could really manage the social media, but you need money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need money to do you all need that some stuff. capital I mean, for yeah. sure. So it's, and it, so it's, it's not easy, um, but I, I think, especially in, with my background in e-commerce logistics mm-hmm. and I know how to make a good product, you know, we still make everything in downtown LA right now. That's and, awesome. Um, and if I can get the right people to help and bring them on board and really um, build a solid foundation to move the brand forward, I think there is a lot of room to be successful and, and do some cool things within the community.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. What would you say is like the big impact thing that you're working on right now to kind of get Wadgear revived?
1: Yeah, it's, it's, um, and that's a great question because it's just, there's so many things that need to be done. You know, like right now, products being made. um, We did a pre launch and we actually had a good opportunity uh, where a a lot of product has been sold already because of the history of Wadgear. So I think it's going to be important for me to get men and women under kind of our banner to be representatives. And I don't like the word influencer, but Mm -hmm. really advocates of the brand, right? Right. Where we have relationship with them and they care about what we're doing and who we are and the message we want to send and, Mm -hmm. and to be about community and represent something that's solid.
0: Awesome. Yeah. And you said that there's a message you want to send. Like, tell us a little more about that.
1: Yeah, I think it's, you know, for me, it's just coming back to community. Uh, mm-hmm. Like community is everything, right? Even in life. It's like I think about life struggles and hardships. Like if I, don't, if I didn't have the right community around me, like, you know, I'm left to my own. It's like, forget it. I need someone there to pick me up. So um, I think if I could build uh, a strong base of individuals and build relationships and just be about community. I think that's the big message we want to send and build strength and uh, and be supportive to the the community as well and to box owners and try and figure out ways of how we can support each other.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. That's really kind of tying it all back in yeah. to how things used to be. Yeah. Um, because you know, we were talking about this before the podcast on how like we've kind of seen a culture shift yeah. in CrossFit where it used to be it was a smaller, tight-knit community. And now that CrossFit – it's great that CrossFit's gotten bigger and the events are bigger yeah. and the athletes are better. But then now there's this – like I said, like we talked about, there's this huge separation now between – it's like two extremes. It's like you're either a super high-level competitive yeah. athlete yeah. or like there's really no in-between now. Yeah, um, Tell us a little bit about this changes that you've seen over the past 10, 12 years. Yeah, I think – Just it, in CrossFit. Yeah, you
1: know? I, th- I think there, there was a major shift. And like you said, I mean, the early days you know, of, of WOD gear – I mean, there is such a big influence, especially in SoCal, right, where a lot of the box owners would get together and just travel around and, and just do wads at each other's gyms, right, and come and connect and and be a part of that. And again, it's the whole community thing. And I think a part of that has been lost. There's still community within the gyms, right, yeah. when you go. So that's still there. And that's, mm-hmm. I think, the nectar, right, yeah, of, a, of, absolutely. A, of a CrossFit gym. and. But as a whole, with communities come together, you just don't see that anymore. So, I think when you talk about uh, what's like what the impact and the message I want to send and what what Gear wants to do, I mean, imagine if we start communicating like, "Hey, Matt, let's get together, let's plan hosted by Wadgear Clothing Company event at your at Red Wolf, where we're bringing other gym owners over to mm-hmm. your place." You know what I mean? Right. But, but we're we're behind that, and we're gonna. Uh, support it and pay for it and you know just bring people together again so how could we work together about just creating that sense of community again and getting people together
0: that's awesome yeah i love that i love yeah. the mission behind it that's really cool and that's yeah. not that's something that a lot of companies really do like these days is having uh, a true mission to actually deliver to yeah. um just your everyday people who that's get it fitter. that's no, awesome
1: look because we all want to we like we all want to be around each other. And, you know, there's nothing better. You see when people working out together, like, like I shared with you, my, my wife owns a gym, right? Mm -hmm. So I do a barbell class every morning at 5am, but there's like seven to eight of us. It's the best time. Like (laughs) I won't miss, I won't miss that class. She's a CrossFitter, right? She goes out every, every day, but like the, the little community of seven of us, like I go there every morning because (laughs) I love those people. I yeah. wanna be next to them. I wanna work out with them. Yeah. So I wanna take that into what we're doing and what Wad Wadgear is gonna be about and really mm. impact and build community again within the you know, the whole CrossFit theme. Oh, that's
0: awesome. Yeah. Let's dig in a little bit more, so uh, into into Wadgear and like the reason they're are there any more reasons of, like, why you really wanted to bring this back? And, yeah. you know, how does it feel to be at the helm again yeah. and to be, like, bringing yeah. it back? and <laughs> Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, man. I went to the the regionals they had in Pasadena not too long ago, right? And that's I think that's the first event I've been to in years. Wow. And I How saw, many years? Uh, man, I don't think I've been to, like, an actual CrossFit event in eight years maybe wow like it's been a it's been a long time you know so it, it was so exciting to be there and just saw the me seeing the excitement of all the people and it was packed and then running into like I ran into Tremello and you know and, and like and just all the people that like I had a relationship with you know and and it was just it, and it just kind of revitalized this energy in me of like man i i love this community and this is such a cool thing and i think there's room and then i shared i you know went over into vendor village and i didn't see a lot of uh brands that were doing what wad gear did mm. you know and i think what excited me was okay it's it's kind of like the beginning when I first launched. I said, "Well, wow, I think there's room here to do something again." And Wadgear Gear had such a great name behind its brand and mm-hmm. um, a lot of relationships, you know. Because I tried, I have another brand that was that I have that is geared toward yoga mm-hmm. called Kumi Activewear. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I've been pushing that, but you know, it's just I mean, it's it's hard. So I haven't gotten out of the apparel space, but mm-hmm. I just I just think. Like, I have a better energy within the CrossFit community. Right. And the name of WOD gear. That's and, what actually gets you fired yeah, up. Yeah, man. Yeah. And, I love that. And going to CrossFit, like, even us connecting again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, it's just so cool to be here with you and just mm-hmm. us talking about old times. And like you said, we were your first sponsor. I, mean, I know. that. There, I, I will always remember that. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a history, you mm-hmm. know? And when I started sharing about bringing WOD gear back, like, the the response has been amazing like people are excited so that's getting me excited about just getting back in and digging in and trying to make it something
0: special again that's so cool yeah i I, I love that all right gabe so let's chat i know i kind of want to go back to what you said before um where you said you were kind of lacking confidence you were lacking vision and direction yeah um if you could speak uh well you know, fitness and business is really related. Yeah. So if you could speak directly to someone who's maybe struggling kind of in that, they're in that, that middle ground where they're not really seeing a ton of progress and they're kind of, you know, they don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like yeah. what, would, what would you tell them?
1: You know, and I like the term middle ground, right? Cause I like a good term for that is like the, the waiting space, mm-hmm. right? When you don't think something's happening and you're making a lot of effort and you're, and you're driving towards something and you're like, man, is this thing ever, th- ever going to pop? And like I shared for me, I just felt like insecure a lot of the times and do I have what it takes? Can I move this forward? But I would just encourage everybody who's struggling and, and questioning their own abilities to just keep moving forward because you have what it takes to do it or else you wouldn't have started this, right? You uh, just put one step in front of the other and every day just do the little things that keep moving you
0: forward. It's so vital to just not stop. Dude, that's so awesome and that's that's great advice because um i know that 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 it's really easy to not to to be you know grinding going hard and trying to make and you know doing that putting one step in the other front of the other and not even knowing if is this even going to pay off and i think a lot of times like we don't see or know that the work usually precedes the outcome yeah and and
1: and and the thing is like You know, I don't even think you know this. Like, I had a book published, like, 13 years ago. Oh, wow, you did. Yeah, and I did a national book tour, because I was a single father at the time. Oh, okay. And and I didn't know what I was doing, but I had an idea, and I kept moving forward, and I put the pieces together, and I put a good team around me, and got a a publishing deal, and went and did a national book tour. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) You know, so it's like... If you have an idea and you and you have a vision and just keep moving forward, everything is going
0: to happen the way it's supposed to happen. Just don't stop. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool, Gabe. So before we wrap things up, tell us where can we find Wad Gear Clothing? Yeah,
1: so website is wadgearclothingco.com. Okay. Um, and you can find us on Instagram where there's a lot of action. Um, and that's just
0: at Wad Gear Clothing. And if you want to follow me personal, it's just at follow Gabriel. Awesome. Yeah. Great to know, man. So great to have you on. We'll definitely have you back on as a guest because you have some other stories that I would love to <laughs> dig into even more. Would love that. That's would love awesome. That. Very cool. Thank you again. Thank you so much for listening. If this was helpful, please leave us a five-star review so we, need, we know to make more content just like this. Follow us, us on social media at Red Wolf CrossFit and feel free to send us your questions there. Until next time, good luck. Have fun. Nailed it. Yeah.